I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Sebastian Gonzalez, Scott Thomas, and Ruben Paddock. Coming up on TMS, evacuate and then evacuate. The pissers are available. Prairie dog crowning. Parking hacks with Brian. Seinfeld siblings in a bucket. Crikey, you've got brain worms. Sister McGuffin. What we do in the dungeons. There will be shadows. Juno Mandela. Doc Ock, master of puppets. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Oh, sorry, I'm a DJ. Crazy Zelda Fitzgerald. Full Dragon Con mode with Bill and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. And some of your favorite cartoon characters will help you understand how drugs and alcohol can ruin your life. There better be coke left in that fridge is all I can say. The Morning Stream. This little piggy's going to market. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for August 29th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hello. Hey, man. So uh, uh, that music. Wait. Oh, go ahead. What are you going to say? Way better today, by the way. I got to say, today, much better day starting the show than oh, yesterday yeah. was. Even no, though no internet hangups. You get some sleep and all that. No internet hangups. I still got to bed at uh, midnight, a little after midnight, but that was for a good reason as opposed mm. to just a flying home on an airplane reason. Right, right. For those who missed, and if the you want to know what it yeah. was, you got to listen to the pre-show. Yeah, Hi. yeah. We're not gonna we're not gonna give you any spoilers, but Brian did a fun thing. Let's say that. Okay, I did a fun thing. Yeah. No, that's yeah. cool. But that's good. You, you uh, back to normal. Actually, I'm a little surprised how that's a little intense. You go for a weekend away. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. social gathering, and you immediately come home on a red eye flight, and then you have to get caught up on everything, and then you immediately go to a big concert. You immediately the, the, go to a concert, yeah, and a late night concert, a, a, a concert with a big band and three and two opening acts. A large, I should say, big band. It wasn't. It was a, a popular band and two opening acts, and so it was like leaving Red Rocks. At, at uh, 10 45, 11 o'clock, and dropping off uh, Uncle George and Aunt Barb. Mm. How's, uh, how's parking at that venue? That's the one thing I meant to ask. Well, if <laughs> if you have a lift sign in the front of your car, oh. you can uh, you can go up to the top. I didn't think about this like little you're benefit. Dropping people off, and that's kind of what I did. I I basically. Um, took uh george barb and tina up to the top had the lift sign in they moved the little pylons over so you can get through i took them all the way up to the top and then uh dropped them off and said all right wish me luck and then i go down to the next parking lot which which they close off because it's quote unquote full Mm. Mm. and it's really just a a accounting error on their part because there were still at least you know 20 spots in the in the second lot the the second highest lot the top lot is is 12 parking spaces you're mm. not going to park up there yeah, no way but the um 
uh, but the one below that is uh, it's just a stairway walk up to the top for Red Rocks. And so I rounded the corner basically in a spot where I was out of visual range of the people that moved the pylons for me and the people up at the top. And I just go, yoink! And I pull the little the little USB-C cord that the um, my light-up lift sign is attached to. Mm. And it pulls down into the seat. I catch it. I shove it into uh, uh, the corner in the car there in the front seat. And then um, and then I just go to the next uh, parking lot. I park love and this. Walk this, up is, there. this is clandestine. I like it. It's like a little it is. sneaky thing. It's the first time I've ever tried it, but I've kind of always wanted to do it. After, <laughs> after taking a lot of people up to Red Rocks and seeing that there's always spots in the second to highest lot. Yeah. It's like, oh, I could park there. I yeah. could totally do it. Hell yeah. No, I think this yeah. is great. This is like that Simpsons episode where Homer pulls into a handicapped spot and then drags his foot to the front door of the store. It's a little bit like that. <laughs> it's not like that at all. That's a horrible thing. It I is a horrible thing. It is a horrible thing. However, it is like, uh, <laughs> in Homer's mind, it might be the same, I guess. Yeah, now that Homer's I think about mind, it. Exactly. In Homer, Homer's mind, it's okay. I am, I am, and never would in a million years <laughs> take a spot away. I don't even, I don't care how how close to prairie dogging i am i'm not going to take that big um the big stall in a uh, public bathroom um even if even if the other stalls are uh, are taken you know speaking of which mm. got irritated with 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 that in the atlanta airport uh day oh, a bathroom story let's t- uh, do tell back, yeah yeah so um uh, sitting there at the gate with T and I'm like, oh man, all right. Yeah, I guess I'm got to go do it. I've got to go poop at an airport, public airport toilet. Damn it. Ugh. The second least favorite thing. And I think we can probably agree on the worst, worst <laughs> place to, to have yeah. to do that. Yeah. So, um, walk into the bathroom and, um, and there's a guy waiting. So like there's all the urinals and then there's all the stalls and there's a guy waiting there. I'm like, oh yeah, I see there's a couple urinals available. So I know why you're waiting. And, uh, guy comes out dude in front of me goes in and i'm standing there waiting to use the uh the stalls two guys come up behind me and uh and then they're the they're the nice guys who uh um who basically let everybody know everybody who comes into the bathroom they're the ones who let them know hey if you got to use a pisser the pissers are available and and that's exactly the word he uses by the way pissers Awesome. The pissers. Love yes. it. Okay. Uh, yeah, the pissers are available, y'all. Anyway. Wow. Um, so finally somebody else comes out and uh, of a stall. I go in. I do what I need to do. I hear some TikTok videos or something going on from another stall, whatever. I do what I need to do. I come out, and those poor two guys are still waiting for one of the five stalls, one of the other five stalls to open up. And I and I just look at one of them and I kind of like oh, like shake my head like people get off your phones do your stuff you're about to you know you can go do that stuff in the gate you can go uh, watch TikTok videos while you're sitting in the gate or on the plane or something yeah big push to, and get uh, off get out go get get exactly. in go get out evacuate yeah. And then evacuate. Right. I'm, I'm sure there's a <laughs> some exceptions where somebody's got a problem or whatever. Well, I, sure. I'm sure that but. happens. But for the most part, y'all are just sitting there wasting time. That's what you're doing. Yeah. yeah While exactly. other people are, like Brian says, prairie dogging. Okay. Yeah. There's guys behind me, you guys who were, who were behind me who were waiting. And it's like, oh, man, you know, 
I know that feeling. I know that feeling of being stuck and you're just like sitting there waiting and you're waiting. And it's bad enough you have to just sit there and stand yeah. in a public restroom just looking around like, yep, yep, got to got to go to the bathroom. You all know what I'm waiting to do, you know. <laughs> just run in there and go, I'm crowning and see if somebody responds, you know. Yeah. Finally, I would, you know, want to do a George Costanza and just say, uh, <laughs> you know, we live in a society here. <laughs> People waiting for the stalls. You know, I realized that was the episode. We just watched that episode again. And um, Jerry has Jerry claims he has a sister in that episode. And we've never. Oh, really? Never, ever seen a sister in that no series. No kidding. Oh, wow. Yeah. And George does this, too, in an early episode where he has a brother. And we never see a brother. And they never wow. bring it up again. They're completely like chicks in the bucket. They just they yeah, never you show never- up again. That's funny. You never see any... Do you ever see any siblings from the main four? No. In fact, um, the closest you get is Elaine's dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to the Obviously, bathroom. That guy. Jerry's parents, George's parents. Yeah, the parents. You get parents. And and I feel like the rest of the series is just sort of assume they're only, kid, they're only childs. Only I think children. so, yeah. And, they, oh, yeah, and uh, Kramer's mom you get, right? Because oh, yeah, the episode Kramer's where mom. it's revealed that his first name is Cosmo, I think yeah. you, you see. I think I think maybe they were on to something by never going back to those ideas because yeah. there is a simplicity yeah. to it, right? You complicate the, the relationships when you introduce somebody who is closely related that isn't a parent because that's generational. But a sibling is like, I don't know, complicate mm-hmm. your story. So it it's, does, the, it's yeah. the right thing to do, but it's just weird that they bring it up and then they never talk about it again. Uh, plus, uh, it, it also helps um, enforce the fact that they're selfish a-holes because uh, we all yeah. know that only children, speaking <laughs> from experience, only children are selfish a-holes. As and you can that tell. just kind of goes with the Yeah, as you can tell, Brian. Brian, the most selfish a-hole I know, just the worst. That's you right. Know? And they're, uh, you know, the, the trial, which basically you know, just says, look, these four people don't know. They're, they're only children. They don't have brothers or sisters. They're selfish a-holes. Yeah, they're the worst. And so now let's have every guest star we've ever had come up on on the on the stand and testify. <laughs> uh, last night was fun because uh, well we had a soccer game, so we went to see Van soccer yeah. game. It was very hot last night yesterday. It's a super hot day and no clouds, and that that sucks. I don't like that for soccer. Uh, yeah. But whatever, we're sitting in our dumb little chairs and watching Van play. And uh, I want to give some credit to somebody in the chat. Um, this is from. Uh, oh, I, you know what? I put that under news. I'll, I'll save it for that because there's this great, there's this great term that somebody, one of our listeners, coined for the kind of soccer that Van is playing at this yeah. age. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love that. It's pretty I great. saw that intro. I was like, oh, that is that. I know exactly what you're talking. Yeah, about. we'll get to that later. But it's uh, he was dead on. But anyway, that was fun. It's always fun rooting for him. And Taylor was in charge of treats, and you know, it's just a f- dumb tradition whatever you just do it so we're doing that but we knew we had to leave it around 6 15 because eric van skyhawk was in town mm. uh, for to see his parents and um he was born and raised here so but he lives in uh just outside of new york and works in new york works in manhattan and uh was here to visit so he's like hey you want to go go hang out and we're like yeah we'll figure out a, a time let's do dinner so we did dinner at this peruvian place Ooh, and uh so we went there and it was great. They did like, you know, it's really healthy, like good chicken stuff and salads and avocado dishes. Grilled, and all this yeah. Sort of thing. It was very, very good. Um, but there's hardly anybody there, which is weird. Uh, but anyway, we were hanging out and we were talking about music. And I was telling them about how whenever this happens, everybody in the chat goes nuts and starts mm-hmm. 
typing TMS over typing and over. Typing the letters, yeah. He's yeah. never been to a live show, so he didn't know his music was inspiring this this meme, this thing. So that was just a fun thing, and I wanted to let you know Tadpool and Chat Room in particular know about it. He really liked hearing that. Um, I think I talked him into working on a not a remix, but like a new arrangement. Oh, cool! <clears throat> so we'll we'll hear soon on that. I think maybe. Um, and also, sure. uh, we decided that we're all very old while we were there. <laughs> yeah, because we took this yeah. photo. I need to share this. I'll put it in your thing as well. Um, this this I hate this photo because for two reasons. I think I look like his grandfather, and he. <laughs> wait, why didn't it move? Oh, there it is. Oh, this isn't, you know what, the the weird, I understand why the motion photos matter to people, but the format it makes so you can't share it around freaking pisses it, me off. It is a pain in the butt. Yeah, it's nice, and I wish I wish there was a button, just one button you had to press. Not yeah. any sort of conversion process or anything. Yeah. Give me one button where I can uh, um, turn it into a GIF if I wanted to. Exactly. GIF. Make it simple. But anyway, there's so there's Eric and there's me. <laughs> and I look like I smell something bad. You know, you look like you. How did he? I don't understand how these things work. <laughs> yeah, it's horrendous. It's a horrible photo. Yeah. It's the wrong angle. I look like a thumb. Uh, you know, my, I, I've never looked. My hair has never looked whiter, <laughs> which is funny because you look at me in here. I don't look that white. In no, in no, our, it's like more blonde when we look at it on camera here. But boy, right there, it looks like. Uh, I look like the snowman yeah. that came from the north. It's just horrible. And then Eric over here, you know, just looking. Looking a little salty. He's about our age, you know. Oh, he's our age. Yeah, yeah. A lot more, pe- a lot more salt in that salt and pepper. And uh, yeah. uh, but he looks great. Eric yeah, he looks great. great. We both looked fine, but it was fine. this shock of like, oh my gosh, what do we look? What are we even looking at here? Who are these two people? Right. We, it didn't right. look familiar to us, and I think that's what threw me. <laughs> So whatever, selfie cameras are they're dicks. <laughs> they're like uh, borderline DMV cameras in there. Uh, in there, <laughs> totally. But he wanted to problems. say he wanted yeah. me to send his uh, hello to everybody, and uh, it's been a while cool. since he's uh, been in the thing. And I told him how much uh, we love this thing right here. We do. Yeah, except for Stephanie, she hates it. She's probably she yeah. That it. was it's basically her. She actually just checked out as soon as you started playing that. She yeah. said, "I'm out." Yeah. Jerry. Yeah, man. It's like, uh, <laughs> funny enough, it's like Kramer when he hears uh, Mary Hart's voice just freaks right, out and exactly. falls over. <laughs> but anyway, it was really fun and uh, good to see them. If they're here, if they hear this, I uh, hope they had a safe flight back to New York. They had their boys with them. You know, their youngest, uh, AJ, who's now 17, is about to graduate next year. Mm-hmm. Some kind of little genius boy. Really? Like, he's having some of the most intelligent conversation I've ever had with a kid while playing this ultra hard rhythm game on his phone that looks like he's magically somehow, you know, when you see somebody do guitar hero on the most extreme level and you're like, I don't know how on earth that yeah. person did that. Yeah. He's doing oh, yeah, that totally. while going, yes, I believe I'm going to go to college for some, some, some. <laughs> He's like this little genius. Wow. Kid. Wow. Really, really impressive. Anyway, it's fun to see them. And, uh, they had a good time while they were here. Uh, very cool. Uh, I meant to ask you yesterday, about your because when you texted me, <laughs> yes. you texted me from the plane and said there was some medical emergency or something, and I was yeah, worried. You had you had mentioned, uh, hey, a little you know format change tomorrow, blah blah blah, and I'm like, oh yeah, cool. By the way, <laughs> this is the first time I've ever been on a flight where this has happened, and you, you know, because it happens so often in movies, uh, you feel like it 
it should happen more in in real life than it does but um we it's a late it's a nighttime flight so what they do is they once they get everybody on board they do their spiel about how to make a seatbelt work and then they um you know they let you know uh we're we're gonna uh, take off here, and we're gonna dim the cabin lights. So if you need a little extra light, then you've got the little light button uh, up above you. Blah blah blah. Sure. And so everything kind of turns off, and that's when I hit play on the movie I'm watching. And about five minutes into it, the lights come back on, and there are two flight attendants in the middle of the plane, and um, and uh, one way up at the very front where the PA system is. And she gets on the P and says, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is there a uh, doctor on this flight? Uh, if there is a doctor, please turn on your call button. Please ring your call button for us. Let us know if there is a doctor on this flight. She very calm. She sounded very calm about it. Very, very uh, calm about it. Yeah. That's and what you're like. Oh man! So of course, you know everybody is is doing that uh, thing. You know yeah. where they're like the cubicle. <laughs> everybody peers over the tops of their cubicles to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, could not tell what was going on. However, they brought up the field kit and they were checking vitals and stuff like a, a stethoscope and um, uh, stuff like that. Um, but the flight attendants were were talking to the person in the seat and kind of laughing as they were talking to him. Like basically, you know, we could tell that it wasn't there. It was urgent, but not. Not, life-threatening yeah they weren't Not like serious. out or or having like full cardiac arrest or something exactly yeah, that's yeah. that's good did um, you feel did you have any temptation to raise your hand and go my dad's a doctor <laughs> i can get him on the phone if we need it <laughs> he taught me cpr I did, one time. i actually did have that thought like you know if if they start going down the line right uh okay no doctors are there any uh pas on the uh the flight are there any uh, are pharmacists on the plane? Are there any? Yeah, we're down to nurses, and then eventually it's like family of medical professionals. Right, eventually it's family, and then it goes to: Is there anybody who uh, who kind of claimed to have a medical degree on Facebook in the last three years <laughs> as an enterologist or as uh, an epidemiologist yeah, or something? Yeah, that's great. So they were uh, fine, though, as far as you know. It all ended, and lights went out. Yeah, again all ended and- just fine. They they. They did what they did. A doctor did ring their call button, got up there with them for a little bit, and was kind of you know talking to the, the person in the seat. I couldn't even tell. I wasn't even 100% sure if it was which person in the row of three it was that needed medical attention. That's how how non-serious it was. Like, you know, uh, they weren't hovering, like standing over somebody doing all this stuff. I could just see them kind of getting the field kit stuff out and... Mm-hmm. and um, and every plane has a load of that on the plane, right? They carry that. I mean, they yeah. have to. Oh yeah, they yeah. Get, they have to have the enough uh, enough uh, equipment to do some kind of rudimentary. Yeah, if Mexican. Stuff. If those Mexican restaurants have the the, the chest plate things, the like what are they called? Uh, defibrillators. If they oh, have yeah. those, then I bet a plane has them at least. I would think. I bet they do. Yeah. Yeah. Clear, I mean, we've clear seen, boom, like that. You'd haven't have we that. seen that in some movie? I mean, I know it's again, it's a movie, not real. I'm sure, like every plane over a certain uh, class has yeah. um, defibrillators on board. Well, we've had this exact thing happen to us, but they didn't ask for doctors. They just started pulling out a kit and doing vitals on somebody mm. uh, without the without the question. Maybe they, I don't know how they would know, but maybe the manifest somehow. Oh, tells maybe. You. 
I don't, I yeah. don't know. Just then, <laughs> look down the line. Oh, uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Penelope Johnson. Okay. Uh, oh, maybe uh, they already knew they had a doctor. That's that might, that was probably it. Is that maybe they didn't, yeah, maybe they just the knew names, somebody yeah. was on there or whatever. Right. Somebody right. goes by Dr. Wilson or something. Right. Exactly. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a DJ. I just use doctor. I just use doctor. Uh, ironically. Yeah, I'm not this an is my, doctor. this is my rap stage name. Sorry. That's right. Exactly. I'm Dr. Pete. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I'm not going to be able to help you with your, <laughs> I can drop some sick, some sick, uh, lyrics, but that's it. That's right, all I can exactly. do. Exactly. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I'm glad everybody, <laughs> nobody was like in a big trouble. That would be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to be there when somebody dies on a plane. No, for sure. I know this has happened. There have been people, I think, in our audience who've written in before about this thing where somebody died on their plane and and they had to yeah. stop somewhere uh, to... I don't think you can go the full flight, especially if it's a long like international one. If you're close to, like I don't know, on the West Coast, Alaska, you're just like, well, we're going to Anchorage to... Right. That's where Tina and I were both worried about that. You know, I uh, said, oh, man, I hope they don't we don't get diverted. And then we both saw them, you know, kind of like being... Uh, more positive with the person up there. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. whatever. You're getting it's, some it's laughs out of him. You're in pretty good shape. That's good. Um, one thing I also forgot to talk about uh, yesterday, a couple things. First off, um, while we were in Asheville, we were right across the street from a newspaper that I visited in the late 90s called the Asheville Citizen Times. Oh, nice. And um, that newspaper is, uh, while it's still being produced, it's not being produced in that building anymore. It's actually being produced in Greenville, South Carolina. Um, at oh, the location wow. of a sister paper, and they just kind of ship it up in the mornings and then deliver it to the 20,000 people who still get the newspaper in sure. Asheville. That's a low is number. A high... Is that a low number? Like if you're to, I don't, I don't know what circulation looks like these days. It feels it feels like a high number, but it's, you know, it's people who say, ah, no, I don't care about getting news uh, right away from the internet. I'd like to know what happened yesterday, please. Mm, yeah. But, uh, um, inside that building now is a um, uh, a record producer who's bought like the whole first floor and added a bar, a cafe, and a vinyl pressing plant called Citizen Vinyl. What? That's and cool. so we went in there. We saw we saw something called Citizen Vinyl. I'm like, oh guys, do you mind if we go across there and see if there's a record store in there? I just I won't buy anything because I don't have any place to put it. And Chuck and Amy are so nice. They're like. Brian, we can ship. If you buy something, we can ship it to you. It's totally fine. I'm like, oh, whatever. Let's just go in there. So we go in there, and yeah, in addition to a, a vinyl record store, on the left side, they've got this clear, uh, like this window that goes into this whole area that's like them pressing vinyl albums. You can sit there and watch them. Mm. And I look down, and it's like, oh, free tour starting in 30 minutes. Oh. So it's like, great. Let's do this. And and we... You know, we find the uh, the tour guide, say, hey, we know you, you only have two spots left. Can, is there any way we can do four? Our friends are visiting from Denver. And she's like, oh, Denver? Oh, I'll totally do it because Denver comes up in my in my tour spiel in, in what I talk about. <laughs> really? So I can kind of, yeah. So I can kind of point to you. I'm like, great. Awesome. So we took this one-hour tour, went up to the recording studios, saw the, the you know, the recording studios where, where old uh, performers like... Um, uh, Jimmy Dorsey and and big band you know used to to perform up there play on the radio Ooh, and it. uh et cetera et cetera and then um uh and then watch them press a, a dozen Dr. John albums like brand new can you tell me this final. do they come in a does the record that you eventually press is it come yeah. in like a predefined like ball 
And then that gets puck. mushed a puck. Yeah. So okay. they get so they basically get this hopper that they put all these little vinyl pellets in of the color of the album you want to uh, you want to uh, create. So right. whether it's clear, green, or red, or whatever, these were just plain old black vinyl albums. Mm. All these pellets go in a hopper. They're heated up to three hundred something degrees, and this machine extrudes it into about the size of a hockey puck. Wild. And somebody pulls it out with their gloved hand. They put it on the uh, plates, and of course, the plates are the the two metal um, plates made from the acetate masters of the album. Mm-hmm. So they've already they've got the the imprint of the grooves and all that stuff. Right. This thing comes down, <laughs> squeezes the um, uh, that that puck. Oh, before they do that, and this was this one's kind of surprised me. Yeah. Before they even put the puck on there, they take the B-side record label, put it face down on the thing, then put the puck, and then put the face up, or the, the side one record label, on top of it. So, is I was the, Is the puck the exactly the size of the label so that you're pretty, pinhole? Pretty close, yeah. Because they have the pinhole, right? Yeah. Yep, they have the pinhole, in that, and that centers the labels on the pinhole. Wow. The, um, I always thought that they, you know, the record labels probably got added afterwards by a machine that these, the records went through. I assume so, too. I would think it would. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, this is a little bit more of a, a, a boutique operation, which is kind of no rad. this is this is standard this really is, um, this is how this is how yeah. it's done just period this is how they do yeah. it these guys have produced pr- printed up albums for like foo fighters and try to remember all the all the musicians that they ran off the list of like oh yeah we've done you know twenty four thousand album runs for so and so and and this person this other person that's cool and uh um and so we watch them and so like it presses it down kind of like a little waffle press and there's all that little extra goo on the outside yeah. of the uh, the record. Yeah. They pick up that record, put it on another thing that's like it looks like a turntable with a a knife on one side. The thing goes around a couple times, clears off that excess on the outside. Yeah. Guy picks it up, looks at it, puts it on a stack of other Dr. John albums. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. I don't know how I thought these were done. I assumed it was way more automated than a dude yeah, walking they had, around. they have two automatic machines and then one manual machine. Mm. And for, for large large runs, they'll use all three machines all at once. But um, I'm guessing it, it's expensive for the artist to have multiple plates made, so they probably have a smaller run and just say, all right, here's one, one set of plates. Yeah. Um, give me just a thousand album run. That's really cool. But the fact that they've got a cafe in there and like like food and a bar a cafe and- a bar yeah we sat there we had some coffee and some pastries that's it was awesome. very, very nice yeah. um and it's a free tour so if you go to Asheville, totally yeah. worth it to do this one hour tour another tour in Asheville that i highly recommend is one that i think september found uh and it's the lazoom comedy horror bus tour and now Tina, as as I as I've mentioned, as we know, mm. maybe mentioned on the show before, Tina is big on the um, what's the what's the scariest thing in this town, or what's the creepiest part of town? And she wants to go, you know, walk through graveyards. We walked through the graveyard in Savannah; it was really cool. Mm. And she wants to see the houses that are supposedly haunted and have ghosts and have had a dozen murders and stuff like that. Sure. And uh, so this this bus tour was. Um, uh, one that um, that again, I think uh, that I think uh, uh, September found, and it was high on the comedy. We talked about this guy. You saw a photo of the guy with the black. Oh, the, the black, black under eye guy yesterday eyes. that we talked about. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Here's what we didn't talk about though was uh, all the weird 
weird references that um, that came up during the uh, during the drive. So um, we're sitting there, uh, the bus, the tour is starting, and um, the woman who I talked about yesterday, who did all the different actor roles and came out and and you know, hi everybody, I'm crazy Zelda Fitzgerald, and I'm drunk, and that's how I died from <laughs> this and the consumption and blah blah blah. <laughs> Yeah, and um, but but she kind of also did the warm up uh, to introduce Mr. Bones, and she's like, looks at the guy sitting in front of me who was um, not part of the the TMS group. We we had pretty much most of the bus except for like four poor people who got stuck on here. Yeah, sure. and she looks at him and says, "Sir, have you ever heard of a a phrase called commit to the bit?" Whoa! And the, like the rest of us, the you know the fourteen TMS people are like. Oh, that was that was Rob in front of. Oh, it was right. Yeah, you and Rob were in front of us. That's right. Uh, um, she says, "Have you heard the phrase commit to the bit?'" Uh, and the rest of us are like, "What the hell? How does you know? How does she it's know?" A little did, too, a little too familiar on this. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Weird. And uh, she goes and unbuttons one of Rob's uh, the second button on Rob's. Uh, 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 shirt and says, "Come on, uh, commit to the bit." And the rest are like, "Oh wow, funny." And then as we're as we're going along in the tour, um, Mr. Bones does this thing where he's like, "And then this was back in the in the Civil War days," and he starts playing the exact Dear Martha music. Oh, I bet. Like, yeah. Not a not just another sound alike. And and this we all go, right here. Oh! "Yep, this actual music." Wow, exactly that one. That's and great. we all go, "Oh." And he's like, oh, good. I see we have some Ken Burns fans in the house. <laughs> like, little do they know. Little yeah, do they know. Yeah, well, sort of. Yeah, I guess so. I think there was a third weird connection reference, and I can't remember what it was, but it was there was some third thing that made <clears> us all go like, did Scott call ahead and tell these guys? It does feel know, like somebody's messing with you, but I didn't do that. I wonder if, um, so the thing Jean, uh, Jenny says Maybe she got that from. Maybe that's a more common phrase than it's a more it common phrase. Yeah, it's, it? I mean, it definitely. Yeah, Jenny didn't invent that phrase, but it she she put it into all of our heads, and and uh, rightly so because it needs to be uh, followed, adhered to, and and uh, um, and trusted by anyone who who does any sort of uh, any podcast presentation. Yeah, I think yeah. you do anything in life. You got to commit. You yeah, know? commit to that bit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's great yeah natalie or uh, uh september i don't see red fraglin here do you, you guys remember the what what the other reference was that seemed like there was a third reference that that we're all like god how is this um how is this uh person yeah because one thing one thing you're like oh fans. wow one thing that's interesting that's right, a coincidence exactly. second one's like wait a minute third one's like exactly. okay who's troll something, something is uh paranormal here something's going on because you don't yeah you don't get this. this is happening to where uh, what we do in the dungeon or where sorry what we do in the dungeons what we do in the dungeons <laughs> what's wrong with me there will be there will be dungeons. dinosaurs <laughs> uh where there will be dungeons. Uh, we have about f- five or six things that have shown up in Baldur's Gate three that are, we swear to you, one hundred percent feel like they've been pulled from our campaign. Yeah, and really. Like my character had a had a, a dragon heart. Uh, we I've never seen that in any kind of D and D module. Yeah, this there's a character with this heart. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other references and it's weirding us the F out. Also, we found out a bunch of voice actors on the game listen to core. 
We didn't oh, know that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. that's awesome. So we're now we're starting to like it's scratching our head. So it's like that's the, what you're telling me sounds about right for my week. It feels like there's just like some weird connections going on, mm-hmm. and it may be all coincidence, but it sure feels weird. Anyway, hmm. uh, well, let's see what they say. Uh, hey, I got a story. Anyway. I got a story for you. Do you remember yeah. back in the day we heard the story when I think even when we were kids that. Um, Magnum PI, aka uh, oh, uh, Tom Selleck, Tom Selleck yeah. was supposed to be Indiana Jones. He was offered the job, and then didn't take the job because something to do with Magnum PI. And I'd heard that story a bunch of times. I was like, "Oh, that's weird. That would have been weird if Harrison Ford wasn't wasn't that character." But I never really put a lot of credence to it because I just thought it was an apocryphal story that nerds would tell each other about their favorite movie, and it was just no big deal. Well, I yeah. found this audio of Tom Selleck talking about this very thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And it's super interesting and also made me really like the guy. Um, So anyway, here it is. I'll just play it for everybody. Check it out. I tested for Indiana Jones and got the job. Um, Stephen and George, my new newest pals at the time, um, offered me the job. And I said, well, I've done this pilot. And they said, well, thanks for telling us. Most actors wouldn't do that. But we got cards to play with CBS. And turned out CBS wouldn't let me do it. They held the offer out for about a month. Harrison Ford hates to hear this. and Harrison, this is your role, and you're indelible in it. So the, it's just an interesting story. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, I signed a deal for Magnum. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. I'm proud that I lived up to my contract. Some people said, you got to get in the car and, and drive into a brick wall and get injured and get out of Magnum and do this. And I said, I... <laughs> Uh, I got to look my mom and dad in the eye, <laughs> and we don't do that. So I did Magnum. It's not so bad, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I think that is such a great telling of that story. It is yeah. for a, for a bunch yeah. of reasons. One, he he gives Harrison Ford the credit that's due him, yeah, uh, and does it in a very graceful way. And at the same time, sure. you know, he's acknowledging that it was a major thing that he missed doing because of this contract. But I also like yeah. the integrity of it all. Well, I'm going to fulfill the thing I committed to. So yes. I'm do it. He seems like that that kind of guy, right? Like the kind of the kind of guy that the characters that he plays uh, share, uh, you know, human qualities. Is just a decent dude. Yeah, decent, good man. And the thing is, yeah. people say, "Oh, that movie would have been so different." I don't know. I think he might have been fine. Yeah, he might have been great. Yeah. in fact, and they, I, uh, Alamo Drafthouse, and I'm sure it's on YouTube as well. Alamo Drafthouse showed test footage when we saw. Dial of Destiny at uh, Draft House the 30 minutes before, one of the things they showed was um, Tom Selleck doing a test uh, test footage or test video of the character. And I can't remember if it was Karen Allen. I think it might have still been Karen Allen that he or was doing. Or at least somebody, the, uh, like, somebody who was also trying out to be her or stood in for her I or something. I think so, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and it was like, oh, wow, that's cool. But now I feel like this could be, you know, we're not far from somebody saying oh yeah i've got i've used ai to do the entirety of raiders of lost ark and replace harrison ford with tom Selleck. it might already exist honestly it might already exist or at least a scene somebody's taken a scene and swapped voice i've already seen this with other stuff so i know they can do it they can do it yeah Yeah. so we have the we have the technology now to do it but has anybody taken the time to do it i'd be interested to see or maybe i wouldn't be interested to see but uh, oh here it is tom Selleck, indiana jones deep fake oh oh, weird brian you gotta see this all right put it send you this this is just a scene like you figured they would only do but it's him fighting the sword guy in in raiders 
Okay. <laughs> and it's freaky real looking. Oh my gosh. All right, here. <laughs> so Chad, I'm going to show you this. I'm probably going to not oh. record it though. So for later yeah, YouTube people, not. so I'm going to yeah, pause that. All right. So here you go, chat. You can see it. I'll put a little audio to it as well. Here we go. <laughs> that looks great. Let's see. Yeah, look at that. Oh, and it's even uh, like young. Harrison Ford shot to start. Oh, there's like all audio and stuff. But look at him. Yeah. It kind of works. It does kind of work. They did a good job with this. Jeez. Yeah, like it's freaky. Yeah. I'd watch the whole thing to see how it turned out. Yeah, I would too. You know, just to be, I just curious about. Oh, it. they even do uh, bring back, bring back the bring stones. Back although, the stone. although that scene they didn't replace, they still have the side of Harrison Ford's <laughs> face when he talks to the the yeah. dudes. You can see it though. You could see it. Yeah. I'm just saying, it's easy to say. Oh, that'd be so different. It's because you don't know any better. Mm-hmm. You know, if you just if this is all you had ever seen, you wouldn't even think you wouldn't even think about it. You would yeah. go, you'd hear, oh, Harrison Ford almost got the job. Han Solo? Well, I can't even picture that. I mean, you would have the same problem. That's the way our brains work. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I think there would be a level, I love Tom Selleck, don't get me wrong, but after seeing um, uh, King Solomon's Minds, mm. right? Mm. Am I thinking of the right thing? Uh, with him? He wasn't yes. in that. That was um, not, not, not King Solomon. What was the one he did that was uh, like Indiana Jones? That was Quigley Down Under. Was that it? Quigley Down Under. That's what I'm thinking of. Yes. Yeah. After seeing that, there's a level of camp that I think he would have instilled in Indiana Jones that um, that we didn't want. We didn't want that. Yeah. And he even says, like right here, where is it? Well, we should. Richard Whoop. Chamberlain That's was the. It. Where is the no? Damn. Who was it? In... Yeah, it was Richard Chamberlain. You're right. Richard Chamberlain. Yeah. Here we go. I tested for. Let me do it. Hold on. Harrison, this is your role and you're indelible in it. So the, it's just an interesting story. Yes. I mean, that's that's the, the truth of it. Like, yeah, the end, sure. the end result is he is our Indiana Jones. It was it's it's worked out for the best for everybody. Mm-hmm. And he's even saying that. Yeah. But I like Tom Selleck. Oh, yeah. I do, too. I think. Uh, yeah, I think there had been a little bit of a different. It definitely would have been a different thing. And I'm glad we got the thing that we got. Yeah, How's we that? got what we got. And we get what we get. How about that? Yeah. All right. Uh, we are going to now do some news. Yeah, we should totally do that. We've taken enough of your damn time. Here's how I know. Because this played. Oh, weird. Oh, perfect timing. It's the news. And it's brought to you by. Brought to you by. <laughs> this is, I love this. The Draper City Swarm Ball League. That's right. So that's the, the Draper City is the is the little kid four year four year old uh, soccer league that Van's in, and uh, <laughs> Swarm Ball was uh, coined by listener and pal of the show Michael Miller, aka Joel Un- Joe Uncool on Twitter uh, slash X dot com. Uh, anyway, he's he's the one that coined it yesterday. He says, ah, the tradition of watching youth soccer, which at this age is more properly called swarm ball. And he is so correct. All they do <laughs> is just swarm around this ball like it's a like it's a nucleus nucleus to a larger proton yes. or something. And they're all just like swarming around it. No one really scores anything. It's just ridiculous and, and stupid. But anyway, love that. So we decided to use it today. So thanks for that. Uh, speaking of kids, at least two children have suffered injuries after going down slides covered in bear spray. Oh, no! Uh, 
Oh no! Yeah, don't put bear spray on your slides, you this idiots. Is the stuff that repel, like the it's like um, mace for bears, right? Like it's the stuff you spray at a bear to get them to. It's that, or go it's the away. stuff to keep them away repel in general, them? like something you'd spray. Like say you have a campsite and you spray your, um, I don't know, you got a cooler full of food. Yeah, you'd spray the the cooler I and think, it puts them off. I think it's the it's the it's the Ah, there's a bear. Spray it. Oh, is it that As stuff? Opposed, yeah, they don't. Icor, they don't yeah. get into Icor it. They Icor just. Mark, uh, yeah. They just call it spray in here. So who, who knows what um, they're doing? But you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, the city has closed off two large slides located at the playground in Twin Lakes Park after at least two kids suffered injuries after going down the slide, believed to be vandalized and covered in bear spray. So it wasn't even on. It wasn't like a, an official application of the spray. Some kids did it. It was. Yeah, somebody did it on purpose. Oh. the Whoever this person is really needs to be uh, little bastards. Pinned dude. down, pinned down to a a, a chair and yeah. have uh, a little bit of bear spray sp- <laughs> sprayed at them. Just a little bit. Just a little. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just the really stinky, make your eyes burn a little bit kind of. Right. Kind yeah, of spray. yeah, I know. I, I, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe eye for an eye is not appropriate. You just want to scare them. That's all, and I get that. I do. You know what? Yeah, hold the spray in front and then go. Yeah, with your mouth. And then watch him go. Ah, watch him flinch. Uh, see, yeah. yep. <laughs> only we're only trying to do psychological damage here, people. All right, right, exactly. Just psychological damage. It's not, totally not fine. Physical damage. According yeah. to uh, Michelle Effers, great name or Elfers. Sorry, it's Elfers. Mm-hmm. Mother Elfers. Elfers. Uh, Deputy Director of the City and Borough of Juno or Juno Parks and Recreation Department or Juno. Yeah. Juno. Did I say? Oh, I guess it's not like Juno, Alaska, though. It's a different kind of Juno. Anyway, is this not uh, this is not Juneau, Alaska? Where is this? I don't know. Twin uh, Lakes Park. I assumed when I saw Juno in there that this is. Uh, it's definitely spelled Juneau, wrong. Juneau, Alaska. Because they're huh? even their website spelled wrong. If they're because Juno, Alaska is J U N O, isn't it? No, it's J U N E A U. It like is. This. Yeah, it's not spelled like the Roman Jupiter. Hold on, I'm having okay. a serious, right. serious. Let's hold while fart. Scott Googles to make sure. No, I'm not <laughs> no, saying you're lying. I'm you saying know, I, know. I think I'm going sure crazy. crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I am going crazy. <laughs> hold on a second. Is this for real? I was just in yeah. Alaska and saw signs. I swear, have I, have I, has my brain translated this to say Juno when I see it? Um, Am I thinking possibly? of the email app when we were in like our twenties? Remember Juno? I wonder if you're thinking of the um, the Canadian Awards, the Juno Awards. Shit, <laughs> that is one of the most hardcore uh, Mandela things I've ever had. Apparently so. Yeah, you know what the um, uh, coincidentally the most popular food item though in Juno is uh, carbonated meat. <laughs> <laughs> That one I'm still standing by until I get proof it doesn't exist. <laughs> I need Those heels proof. are planted. Yes, I need proof. Damn it! <laughs> I, I'm, the funny thing is, I'm the one that should be required to bring the proof, and I can't find any. But someone somewhere needs to find me some carbonated meat. I know it exists. We, uh, yeah, we have an idea. We talked about it at uh, at the tadpole meetup. We have oh, an what's idea the on theory? How to make you some carbonated meat. What's oh, the, how, no, have, you're going to make it and make try it, it for you? Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. Who's doing this? Who's in charge? Do you know? Um, I can't remember if, if uh, Amy or September brought it up, but we have the we have a recipe that we're going to talk to Kim about making for you. <laughs> All right, I'll try yeah. it. I'll I'll do it. Yeah, 
Um, yeah. This blows my mind, so I'm really freaked out. All right, so they're in Alaska. Is that spelled the way I think it is? Man. It's, yeah, and that's spelled A-L-A-S-K-A. What? I thought it was... <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, according to these people, somebody did that, and that's mean, and don't do that, okay? Yeah. These kids get hurt. They slide really hard, and uh, they had to go, oh, there's some kid had just a reaction to it. Didn't even have a- Oh, I'm sure. The slippy. I mean, it's pepper spray, basically, is what it is, so. Yeah, you're trying. Oh, and they found the empty can in the trash can near the park. Great. So, maybe they can hopefully- Oh, look at the- Do you see who the the, uh, lieutenant's name- the mm. Juno Police Department Lieutenant Craig Craig Campbell Craig Campbell Craig K R A G. Somebody get Craig Campbell on the case. <laughs> we have a news a news story with a uh, Star Trek connection today. Is yeah, Craig Campbell. Craig Campbell. The Campbell part's head a little the, weird for alien. The, uh, <laughs> the Klingons. Yeah, and Juno looks alien to me, so it's perfect. We nailed, we nailed yeah, there it. There you go. Yeah, I cannot believe that. I'm still I'm sort of shaken from it. I swore for my whole life, J-U-N-O. I'm picturing episodes of Northern Exposure where they spell it that way. Really? I'm sure they didn't, but I have it in my head that they did. You have it in your head that, yeah, gotcha. Man, I think that Juno email in the 90s ruined me because that was spelled with it. (laughs) I think that might have been it for real. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving on. Uh Oh, yeah, a bunch of you submitted this, so thanks to everyone who did. Um, yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks a lot. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Thanks a lot. A live worm found in an Australian woman's brain. Uh, it's the first it's time. That's not, not a worm. <laughs> <laughs> first time ever, by the way. This is a world yeah. first discovery. Uh, it was a fairly regular day on the ward of the Canberra Hospital Infectious Disease Physician, Dr. Sanjaira San. Hold on. Senanyaki. Sananayaki. Sananayaki, maybe? Something. Uh, Until a neurosurgeon colleague called him and said, OMG, you wouldn't believe what I found in this lady's (laughs) brain. It's alive and wriggling. Um, Anyway, they pulled out a simple mind song. (laughs) Alive and wriggling. Something in my brain. There you go. It's like we're pulling... That musical era has coming up on the show a lot today. It has. Yeah, it totally has. Eight centimeter long parasite roundworm from her brain. Uh, they weren't quite sure what to do. Sixty-four year old woman from southeastern New uh, New South Wales was admitted to a local hospital in late January, suffering three weeks of abdominal pain and diarrhea. Oh, what do you got that's there? Is that the length? That's eight Ooh, centimeters right there. Shit. Yeah. Like a little like shorter it. than a cigarette. I don't like it, Brian. No, I don't. Do you want to have that in your brain? No, you don't. I don't want to have that. I don't want to have it any size in my brain. Like a no. one centimeter live wriggling worm in my brain uh, would, would not be good. She also had constant dry cough, fever, and night sweats, all from this thing. Mm. Uh, by the year 20, oh, uh, 2022, her symptoms also included forgetfulness and depression, prompting a referral to the uh, hospital she was in. The MRI scan of her brain revealed abnorm- uh, abnormalities requiring surgery, but they didn't see the worm in that process. Uh, so they went in there, did the operation. Here's the quote. The neurosurgeons uh, certainly didn't go in there thinking they would find a wriggling worm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just picture Rob Wriggle. Isn't that weird? <laughs> just a little yeah, face on there. That's, that's great. Now I am too. Yes. Yeah, it's impossible not to. Neurosurgeons regularly. Face. <laughs> that's the face. That's the face. <laughs> I love that guy. I do too. Um, 
They say they regularly deal with infections of the brain, but this was once in a career finding. No one was expecting to find that. She's going to be okay. They got it out, but uh, they don't know how it got in there. I read later in the article. Mm-hmm. They don't know what, you know, what gets a worm into your head like that. I don't know. Yeah. Just Snorting. A, what, do you, what did you snort no to kidding. cause that to happen? No kidding. Also, another um, parallel to Baldur's Gate 3. Anyone who's playing it knows that the whole <laughs> the whole point of that game is that you and all your companions have a parasite in your eye. A wriggling oh worm that was put in your eye by um, by nefarious means. I don't want to give too much away. Oh, you're going to make me buy this thing, aren't you, Scott? I mean, look. I Do you like really long, involved... Potentially hundreds of hours RPGs. Do you like those? Uh, I mean, how many hours do I think I'm in uh, Hyrule with this Zelda game? Yeah, Probably not hundreds of hours. But, Wouldn't call uh, it an RPG though. Like games where it's like yeah. tons of tons of dialogue trees, lots of right. decision making, turn based combat. Yeah. If you like that stuff, you'll love this game. Yeah. Okay. But if uh, you know, I do, and maybe yeah, maybe. But okay, I think it looks like something I can wait on. Then the um. PS5 yeah, version yeah. comes out next week or two weeks. Yeah. Sixth, I think. So that might be when to grab it. Mm. Okay. I played okay. with controller uh, quite a bit because I play it on the Steam Deck as well. And uh, it's great on controller. Works good. Mm. It's a really cool. amazing game. Because you're choosing, basically you're choosing your path. Like you're saying, oh, I'm going to play this. I'm going to use this uh, spell or I'm going to choose this thing that i'm gonna say to the the person that we just came across yeah and you are literally you are literally playing D D. like it's okay. dice rolls it's um you know a lot of stuff happens in the background like when you're you're doing like um perception dice rolls those are just happening as you're moving around the world but yeah. when you are in a situation where you need to convince something of something you might have to do a persuasion roll or and it'll roll a d20. You literally click in that d20, making it do its thing. You have maybe bonus rolls you can add to it. Add a d4 from what's her name, who's who can give you helping or not helping hand. What is it? It's whatever it is. But anyway, oh, uh, it's, it's it's definitely it's like fifth yeah. edition rules D and D, the video game. Really? Okay, that's kind of kind of cool. Oh, it's awesome. It's kind of kind of cool. Yeah, best reviewed game in history, I think. It beat that's Tears crazy. of the Kingdom this year. Tears of the Kingdom broke the record, and then this came along and broke that. But they're totally different games. Like Tears wow. of the Kingdom is very actiony and you know all that. Uh, moving on yeah. to oh, you know what? Moving on to take a break. That's what we're gonna do. Oh, let's move on to break. Let's go, go to break. Uh, when we come back from break, we will have our, our old pal uh, Bill here. Bill Duran will join us. We're gonna talk about making stuff. Brian's got a little maker thing he wants to talk to us about as well, right? Did you bring that with you? Is it in the other room? I did. I can. I have one right there. I can grab it. Awesome. I can show it. Cool. Uh, looking forward to that. Hey, Brian, before we do that, though, can you play a little song or something? Yeah. Yes, I can. Right. Uh, we're going to look at the uh, uh, an L.A. power pop new wave band. That's right. Listen to this. Um, called the Uni Boys. U-N-I-B-O-Y-S. Two words. Um, produced by Michael and Brian Dario of the uh, Dario of the Lemon Twigs. And it's going to be released in August, October, the middle of October, on Curation Records. So you got a little bit of time to wait for the full album. That's all right. You're going to want to play this over and over and over again. It is the lead-off single to the brand-new album. It is called, oh, the uh, new album is called Buy This Now. Perfect. Nice. The, uh, the, the, the single is called Two Years. Here are the Uni Boys.
experiences with many people, we have tried to bring out misconceptions and facts not well understood and tried to explain them on a scientific basis. Next up, the Johnsons. When their water line broke, they paid over $2,600. Oh. And we're back. Hey, I... I wrote down the name, but I'd like you to tell everyone else who this was. I'll, I'll tell you how to pronounce it because I know you know you, you wrote it down, but you're not sure you got. I it probably spelled right. it wrong. I guess I can almost guarantee that. 
This is a band called the Uni Boys, U-N-I-B-O-Y-S, and a brand new single called Two Years. This comes from their upcoming album, Buy This Now, which comes out in the middle of October. Nice. I have a prediction. We're going to hear from people who live in Juno who are uh, going to tell us that this happens all the time. I bet it, easily, easily. You're definitely not the only person who... Um, I'm going to feel better had... about it when they do, though. I'm yeah. going to feel better. Because yeah. right now yeah. I feel like an idiot my whole life. That Elliot Page movie probably, uh, uh, you know, swayed a lot of people into thinking that's how you pronounce it. That's another one. That's another one. That's exactly right. I think I took the pop culture presentations of the name Juno and twisted it and just it stayed there. And even when I'm in Juno, Alaska and I'm seeing signs, it's not clicking with me. So weird. Like, look at that weird, funny French spelling of Juno. That's funny. They should fix that. So effed up. All right. Uh, Bill Duran time. You know yeah. him. You know what's up. I do know him, yeah. Yeah, he's a good dude. We're going to add him and add him to he's the group a very here. He's good dude. Uh, goodest of dudes, really. Of all mm-hmm. the dudes. Mm-hmm. He's one of the good ones. There's still something wrong, isn't there, Bill? Hey, look who it is. It's Bill Duran joining us, as he does quite often here on the show on a Tuesday to talk about the world of makers and making things. And he hails, of course, from uh, the Seattle area, from a little company called PunishProps.com. Bill, it's good to have you back. Good morning. Are you good in morning. full? You're in full DragonCon mode, right? I, I assume. Oh yeah, no kidding. You better believe. It. In fact, I need to make something from scratch today. <laughs> oh, do you really? Like, is <laughs> yeah. this the? Oh, we need it. We need uh, something for cosplay for Thursday. Um, I guess let's make a an entire uh. Yeah. Stormtrooper. Yeah, you got to do the whole thing. But you probably have a plan. I know you well enough to know you got uh, you got ideas, right? I have a plan, and I have a laser cutter. Whoa! Those are all. Those are the only two things you need. Mm -hmm. I think I'm set. That's awesome. Uh, Well, tell us what's going on. Uh, It's been a while. We want to. We want to hear. We want to be inspired by whatever the heck you're working on. Oh, before we do that, Brian, you had something you wanted to show off and then oh yeah yeah well bill did a great job of showing this off on twitter yesterday but this is the um the uh fill a minder i came up with the damn name and i should be able to remember it i just wanted a name for it so i'm like fill a minder but this is a spring-loaded uh filament um holder that you put inside your your uh filament roll to keep the um filament from from getting pulled out and the whole reason i did this and and this is a great you know a great thing that I learned from Bill is that most things like this come from the necessity of, well, I don't like putting the the extra filament through the holes on the side because they often break and then things get tangled up. Or buying or making those little three uh, clips that you print on the side, those are great until you put your filament into a a shelf where you've got other pieces of filament and that clip just gets popped off because it rubs against the the side of another roll of filament so i wanted something completely self-contained within the walls of the of the um the filament roll that's awesome so i put it up on my site coverville 3d you can coverville 3d.com slash shop you can buy the stl i made it i made it dumb cheap just to make sure you know if you had any thought that you're going to want to print this thing at some point it's a buck 50 it's like cheap and there's two versions, one for resin printers, one for um, uh, filament printers. Um, or, hell, I'll print them for you. Made it super cheap, too. I'll do eight of these for you for, like, 15 bucks with the magnets and all that stuff. Nice. So, Very cool. Spiel, sales pitch over. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. Also, I just like the practicality of it. I think that's really great. Yeah. Which is yeah. the whole point, I, I guess. Yeah. 
So I printed one yesterday, and uh, even though I printed it on my FDM printer, I did the one that's meant for <gasps> resin. Oh, you did? So yeah. the one you showed in that video is from an FDM printer? Yeah, and it did struggle a little bit with some of the smaller pieces, but it sure. still worked. Oh, it looks great. Yeah. yeah okay, still good. Worked. Good, good. So worth experimenting with. I think it's great. I love seeing 3D printed inventions. Uh, and it's a neat little thing. I'm going to probably print some Excellent. more for. Our, I've been doing a lot of FDM printing and I have lots of rolls and lots I don't of unfinished want to get rolls. Tangled. Yeah. 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 My guess is cool. you're, that's a lot of people, a lot of 3D printers, probably people sitting around going, man, all these rolls. What am I going to do? How do I, exactly. the, yeah. how do I keep them from getting tangled? How do I, you know, yeah. Cause yeah. Yeah, well, cool. Well, thank you. Yeah, cool very nice. Stuff. Keep up the good work. Yeah, thanks, man. We'll do. All right, sure. uh, Bill. What are you? What are you doing, man? What's going on this I, week? I have a bunch of stuff to catch you guys up on because I have been busy. Mm. Uh, the first thing, super quick. I started. Brittany and I started our own Discord server mm. uh, as sort of my way of maybe weaning myself off of Twitter. Maybe I, I like the idea of having a place where I can have. Uh, where the topics of discussion are my choice. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, if anyone out there is interested in hanging out with people who just want to talk about making things and creativity and sharing the stuff they're working on and asking questions and getting help, um, I just tweeted out the link. I don't have a custom link yet, but if you go check out twitter.com slash chinbeard, you'll see a link to Discord uh, where you can join us. Uh, we also share a lot of animal photos. Oh, that's something else I, I want to both share and see. I can say after, you know, pretty concerted effort in the last year or so to, to make our discord a much more, um, yeah, the place to go instead of just social media du jour, it's worked out really well. I love mm -hmm. how our discord is yeah. these days. You guys are going to build something rad. I'm excited about that for you. Yeah, I'm excited too. I, I'm thinking at some point maybe of starting a gaming server of some kind. We've been playing Valheim again, so mm. I might start a Valheim server, and that would be a great place to sort of coordinate that. We'll see. I have plans. Nice. Uh, but so far, we've got a handful of people in there just really enjoying talking about uh, making stuff. But also, we have a channel for Dragon Con specifically because uh, we'll do a meetup. And while we are there, I want to have a place to talk to uh, everyone who else who's there. Nice. About Dragon Con stuff. Very nice. Love it. Uh, so, we have been busy. Like I said, we have made several videos since we last spoke. And I'm going to go through them very quickly here. All right. Uh, first of all, you guys were talking about uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Brit's been playing it a whole bunch. It is really cool. We were uh, contracted by Larian Studios to do a sponsored video and build something from the game. What? Oh, cool. Dude, oh yeah, that's so. cool. Let's hear all about this. I, I can't. I, I didn't know this, so I can't wait to hear oh, what yeah. it is. So all of these videos, are obviously, over at punishprops.com, you can see they're over on our YouTube page. Uh, we made the artifact that Shadowheart is carrying around. It is oh. an icosahedron or a D twenty, uh, but it is got it's got like spiky things on it, and it glows from the inside. We built ours out of foam and we used a foam called plastazote that is white but it uh it allows light through it so we stuffed that thing full of leds uh so that when you turn them on the light leaks through the uh the white foam part and it glows from the inside and it looks really cool oh uh, that's mm. awesome dude uh she's my by the way so you can you can romance all the characters in this game multiple oh, yeah. characters if you want she's the Oh, she! I am devoted to Shadowheart. I don't care yeah. about anyone else. 
<laughs> she's my favorite. She's awesome. I even interact with the voice actor. I'm, it's not creepy or anything, but she's very nice also. Uh, but man, uh, that character's real good. She's real awesome. good. Totally my type. But anyway, that's great. Yeah, this little cool. device you have, uh, I won't give anything away, but it's a very mysterious thing in that game, especially early going. So you're not really sure what the crap you got there. Yeah, I don't even know what it is yet. We're Brit's still working through um, Act One, so we, we have no idea what it is. <laughs> but we made it, uh, and you can make it too. We made patterns for it. If you would like to go build one yourself out of foam, uh, and this is a really good build if you're a beginner because it doesn't use a lot of foam. Uh, you don't even have to put lights into it. You could just paint it to look like it's all lit up. Hmm. So, Let me ask so you a question because one of the things that makes it unique, if you think of a twenty-sided die. Uh, it's the the edge or the sides are flat. This mm-hmm. thing has a concaveness to each side. Does that yeah, that sounds really. hard to do in a solid piece of foam? I, how did you do that and not have it look all jank? So the um, angles, they're, they're triangles that we cut out, and uh, the edges are cut at an angle. And I figured out what would be the best angle to get them to lean in slightly. Mm. And then with foam, you can heat up the piece of foam and. Uh, form it a little bit so i formed it over a sphere so that it dished a little bit mm. and then once i glued them all together they maintained that shape that's cool yeah that looked really that looks hard to do it uniformly i guess is what i'm getting at you know it's not too bad when you, when you glue it together um they all sort of press themselves into a uniform shape Right. Okay. Well, that's you cool. Because you think yeah. about well during the digital process or even with pen and ruler you can mathematically identical everything can be identical but the mm-hmm. minute you have to f- make that physical it just that just seems like a handful so i'm impressed mm-hmm. that you figured out a way to do it all right yeah uh next wow. build we did a collaboration with our friends over at film riot uh they wanted to do a video showing how to film miniature spaceships the same way that um industrial light and magic would do it so they sent us a toy of the millennium falcon it's about 10 inches long, so sort of a small-ish toy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they send it to us because the while toys are getting really good at model, they're generally uh, painted hastily. Yeah, <laughs> right. Factory so, painted. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, it's just a machine that, uh, painted. It doesn't look screen ready or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So we took that toy, and I did a couple of things. The first thing I did was I added some mounting points to it with quarter 20 screw holes so that they could screw them onto whatever film equipment they want. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, that was fun. I machined uh, uh, some parts so they could both attach it from the top or the bottom, and then they could hide those parts uh, if they aren't being used. So you could film it from the top or the bottom. Uh, And then we went over and repainted the whole thing just to give it a fresh paint job. I'm looking at that paint job that's on there, you know, the 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 out of the box, and it just looks mm-hmm. like uh, overly wet paintbrush with dirt on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they put like yeah. logos and text and stuff. They usually get pretty well, but it's the yeah. the nuance when it comes to weathering yes, that gets rough. right. Yeah. So we were able to go in, and it didn't take too long, uh, but we were able to go in and. Um, really really refine that and i'm super proud of how it turned out so that's another again another really fun project if you're a beginner get one of your a toy spaceship from the store and just give it a new paint job really fun you don't need a ton of tools 
you could do it all by hand. I did some airbrushing, just some light airbrushing that helped. And especially if you want to get into airbrushing, this would be a great one to get started on. That looks uh, awesome. All right, third project, cool. third and, and most recent. Uh, we just put out a new video yesterday. Uh, so for Dragon Con, my friends and I are doing a group costume, which are so much fun. We're going obscure. We are dressing as the TGRI scientists from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, we talked about this. This was you talked about it when it was still in its infancy. But look, you've you've went ahead and did it. I think you weren't totally sure yet. Right. Or you hadn't totally decided. We're we're committed. We have the orange jumpsuits. We have hard hats. (laughs) (laughs) I'm building a giant dandelion today for that. Okay, awesome. And and then I made badges for everyone. So we talked about this last time and I put up a video showing how to make badges for your costumes Uh, and a lot of it's done in the program inkscape which is like um illustrator but it's free i even have a uh, a video course on inkscape over on our store if you want to learn more about that uh but i went through the whole process we took photos of all our friends to put into the badges and i made some legit looking badges and uh and i'm happy with how they turned out that's great uh i can't wait for the group photos and all this stuff yeah no kidding yeah so, oh, yeah, yeah, that is actually my favorite thing from Dragon Con every year when I when I don't go, which is most of the time, <laughs> but is seeing the photos you you send back like with all the the your costumes but or cosplay, but also the the folks that you pose with and and um uh the the people you show. It's like oh they, they you know you guys are all so massively talented at that thing. Yeah, <laughs> I do like how this is a little low key though. You know this th- yeah, this particular is. one. Not everyone's yeah. gonna get it, and we have another one. And I'll just tell you because you're not going to be there to see it. Uh, you know the meme of uh, Hela from Thor Ragnarok and Taika Waititi, the director. <laughs> yeah, when it's always like when your iPad? your mom looks at your artwork or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I Brittany got Brittany got a Hela costume for like thirty bucks on eBay, and I got the same outfit as Taika. And I'm going to have my iPad, oh my and we're just going to stand there. <laughs> And I'm going to be showing her my iPad. Uh, and I bet great. like five people are going to get it and they're going to think it's amazing. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's for those great. who don't know what this meme is, I don't know how you even search for it. But search for Hella Taika Waititi <laughs> meme or something and you'll... Yeah. It's, it's one of the most... Uh, kept. It's the gift that kept on giving after somebody first used it. Mm-hmm. It's a really good... Uh, that's great. Uh, very cool, man. I'm excited. This is when? It's like a week or... This is in two days. Two, oh, fly shit. Out. Two days. Wow. Yep. All right. Look at you freaking sandbagging a wad of content before you leave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no yep. kidding. And then I'm going to take all of next month off so I can play Starfield. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty excited. That thing is, uh, well, for early access starts like in a couple of days if you have, if you buy the expensive version. Um, but then Game Pass and every other purchase version will be on the 6th, I think. Uh-huh. But that's going to consume my soul. I got the expensive version. Yeah, you did. I got oh, the watch wow. with the case. Of course you oh, did. And you're wait. probably going to take that out and and make it cooler than when it came to you probably. or something. Um, the thing is, though, it's like all everybody wants to talk about is Baldur's Gate 3, but we're about to get another AAA freaking bon- banger, hopefully. It's going to mm. be bon- bonkers. This we're, year we're is insane. Finish yeah. the, uh, Baldur's Gate in the next two days. <laughs> <laughs> come Starfield, that's gonna take right. That game gets put on hold. Yeah, yeah. you never. It's something you're never gonna come back to if you don't uh, don't do it. I was saying this on Core. It's just like that's all I'm gonna want to do. So I didn't yep. get the expensive one because I'm. It's a thirty bucks to play it early. That yeah. just seems like a lot. 
you know? And your version's different, though. You're getting physical stuff. You're getting the watch. You're getting all that. It was That's like cool. $300. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole different bag of cheese. But yeah. in my case, I'm... I'm really on the fence about the 30 bucks, and I don't know why. I know I want to play it early, but I don't uh, Do I really? I'd probably be okay till the 6th, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get a little sure. more Baldur's Gate done. There you go. Get some Power Wash Simulator under my belt. I've been <laughs> playing a bit of that. Anyway, uh, Bill, it's always good to, to hear from you. PunishProps.com is the place to go. Check out Punish Props YouTube channel where all this content is today. It's really good stuff. Oh, before you go, do you have a link for us? Oh, yeah. I Give do. us a little uh, thing. Bonus. Film Riot. Film Riot, uh, they put up their video that uh, for our collaboration. So head on over to their channel. Check out their um, video on filming Star Wars with uh, miniatures. Nice. nice. Uh, so you can see how our Falcon looks up on the, the big screen. And they <sighs> did a great, great yeah. job. It's yeah. so cool. I love those guys. Those guys are rad. Um, and always good to see when you guys are doing some crossover. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's Bill Duran. If you're in the uh, somewhere in the uh, Atlanta area during uh, Dragon Con, look for a guy in a you know yellow jumper looking thing with a helmet and uh, a name tag <laughs> come say hi yeah come say hi to him make your own meme with bill duran bill have a fantastic week and enjoy the uh, con and we'll see you next time see later bill. friends bye. bye bill oh it won't hang up i've got uh yeah i've got bill's link up on quicktms.li as well as the recommendals from last week which uh i thought once i got to the cabins i just go ahead and post it and i never got around to well, it. Had everything i need to do it but i didn't do it it's fine it. look you, you're going there to have a good time let exactly. let dunaway bring 400 pounds of crap from the 80s let him do all which that. i had to haul in by the way i had to help him load in his 2017 inch crt television and his vcr and his rewinder and his turntable yeah that's a lot of crap man he's so committed to that stuff though he is but you know what it's uh you can tell it's a labor of love, and he loves it. Yeah, so. he's got passion for it, which yeah. is uh, you know you can't. Not everybody can say they got passion for stuff, but he can. No, no, yes, for sure. Uh, real quick to end things today, we have a call from Amy. She actually sent this before you guys went, which will explain oh, some of what she cool. says here. But uh, she had a thought about a news story we covered last week, so here it is. Hey, Scott and Brian, this is for TMS, and uh, this is Amy. And you guys are missing. I was just listening back to today's show. Uh, it's Monday, by the way, and you guys were talking about the lady with the the Doc Ock arms thing. You guys are missing oh, yeah. the most obvious uh, application, which is for puppeteers. I mean, <laughs> the octopus is actually the mascot of the Puppeteer Association of America. So there you go. I I have given you a practical application for such a thing. And, uh, yeah, and uh, have a good week, guys. Oh, I forgot. I edited it out of the part where she says, and I look forward to seeing you there, Brian, because it just seemed weird posting it after oh, the fact. I forgot yeah. I took it out. So that's all oh, it was. Okay. So she was looking forward to seeing she you. She was looking forward. Okay, she was. good, good. Because, well, gosh, that changes everything the yeah. way I treated those two. Because uh, <laughs> I wasn't sure they were looking forward to seeing me, and boy, I was really mean. I know. Well, so you know, I took it out, and it, it, this is an extra level of caution. I didn't want to <laughs> cause any more problems. But anyway, uh, yeah, no, she's right. And I didn't know that the why would an octopus be the the logo of the puppetry association? Because it's got all the arms, all the many arms. So you can have a, you can do a whole puppet. This is my guess. Somebody mm. can confirm it, but I'm guessing just because you've got all the the extra appendages to do more puppets. I guess so. Well, then she's right. This is the this is the utopia we've all been waiting for for puppets. 
for sure. All you need we, is um, one person wearing that, and then one David Bowie, and you got yourself a Labyrinth Two. <laughs> that's exactly. That's all you need. Yep. That's all you need. That's it. Oh, uh, no more David Bowies though. Um, we've run out uh, along the way from Atlanta to uh, Asheville and back. We passed uh, in one of the towns a Piggly Wiggly, and of course, both ways. Amy had to do her uh, pig deals are happening at the Piggly Wiggly. Like her, her voiceover. Her voice. I love that thing. And she she turned it on in like a split second, and it was just like wow, just right into it. And it's so funny. That's great. That live. Love yeah. that. Um, I found an old file from her back. You remember back when we were on the uh, what would, what did we call that weird little consortium group of podcasts? We're all together. We pod had show pod. or Mevio or no? Know, it was, was something it, we all uh, said on our shows. It was like. Oh, this is you're listening to the Pod Something Network. Tripod? It's on. That's it. Tripod. With uh, was Len Peralta's deal. Yeah. Yeah. And if I see if I can find it. Um, oh, I don't know where I put these files. I found some really old audio of various people and Amy's one of them. Oh, funny. Wow. Doing this Tripod Network. It's on or whatever. <laughs> What a weird Netcasts time. Netcasts you love from people you trust. We've given up on this. <laughs> we don't. We no longer push for this weird idea. We're not. We're not trying. We're, we're, we've quit trying to make netcasts a thing. That's right, Brian Abbotson. We don't do it anymore. <laughs> that was Brian Abbott. That's the. Oh, new... now you're Brian Abbotson. Sorry, I'm Brian Abbott. You yeah, say no, Abbott or Abbotson? Abbott. I don't remember I think now. Just Abbott. Brian Abbott. Oh, well, uh, Brian Abbott's still doing Coverville, but I have it. Listen, right here. when I when I become. Let's see if I can find it. Okay, oh, when uh, I become Brian Abbotson, then we know I'll, I'll have fully made it. Is it this one? Brian Ibbett? No. That's where he got you right. He did that. Yeah. Uh, Scott's, Scott Johnson's got quite the... Yeah, oh, that's, not, that's not it. Hold on. Brian Ibbotson? <laughs> Brian Ibbotson. Ibbotson. Okay. I can't find the Abbotson. Or oh. Abbott. I don't oh. know if we ever capped it. We just played it from the YouTube video or the, I the, did. the oh, podcast link. I found it. Brian, <laughs> Brian uh, Abbott's, Abbott is still doing uh, Coverville. Oh, that's what he almost said Abbotson. He went, Brian he Abbott's. almost said Abbotson. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, I'm not going to say Abbotson because that's wrong. <laughs> I've been corrected so many times on that. I will say Jeez. Abbott, which is correct. Yeah, we'll get that fixed. That's Jeez. amazing. Uh, all right, that's uh, going to do it for today's show. Big thanks, everybody, for uh, supporting the show. Look, we got a brand new month rolling over, and that's a perfect time to hop in. We're going to do a play date this weekend. Uh, yeah. Are we doing it our normal Friday time, did we say? Well, we we should talk about that because we've had some people request to do a Saturday um, uh, play date so that uh, people who work on Fridays can participate. I so, think that would be fine you, to do it after film sack or something. Yeah. Could you throw up a, um, like a poll on, uh, or just, we just do it. Maybe we just do it. And we don't even like give people the, yeah, the, the option. Yeah. We're, we're, a, we're, a, we're going to dictate your lives. So what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. why don't we say, uh, so we usually end around what? 11 at the latest. Yeah. Yeah. So if we said, uh, I don't maybe, know. Maybe 11, start 1130 or 1130. 11, like yeah. You, I yeah. like that. Let's say eleven thirty. Yeah. Eleven thirty Saturday play date. That means anybody in the anybody actually. This isn't just patrons. Mm-hmm. Anybody in the audience right. who wants to come watch and even maybe play. Patrons get first shot. But if you uh, if we fill up slots or whatever, you can definitely get in. Don't know what we're playing yet. But we'll figure that out. Um, yeah. There was talk of a uh, shoot. What was that? I'll have to do some research. Ooh, Somebody was is saying, there a new, "Oh, is there a new game that we could possibly do?" That yeah, great. but I can't remember if it was like more than a. <sighs> If it was enough, like I, what we want is stuff where you know at least eight or more people can play, mm-hmm. and I don't remember if what they talked about was that. So I gotta find out. 
I'll find out. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But something. Anyway, that'll happen Saturday, 1130. There, there we did it. We locked it in. 1130 Saturday. Oh, 1130, we've locked it in. It's hap- Help, help, it's happening. That's right. Most Fridays, you get your uh, your couch parties, which we'll return to the very following week. And uh, every day, you're going to get pre-show content as well. You're going to get other great monthly benefits. You can only get those by being a patron at patreon.com slash TMS. Big thanks to everyone who already does. And if you have other questions, you want to request songs, uh, you have uh, all those other links we always talk about. QuickTMS.li is linked there as well. You can go to frogpants.com slash TMS to get everything, all of it. Mm. And we record every morning at 9 a.m. Mountain Time uh, right here at frogpants.tv if you want to watch us live. All right, that is is going to be. Town of Salem? What is? Who? Who? Where? The game, the multiplayer game. uh, Merrick said Town of Salem. I'm looking at it right now. It looks like an online one night werewolf kind of thing Salem I haven't heard of this uh, I'll, I'll give you a link unless this is the one they were telling me it's a video oh yeah blankmediagames.com uh, it's five oh America was suggesting it this looks really cool this would be a great one to do so it's five bucks uh, 2014 is older yeah. oh wow no kidding um, let's see I'm trying to see if this can people join in if they don't have it Well, we'll look into it. I know there's a few okay. of these things floating around. So, Oh, we there's might... a Town of Salem 2 on Steam, too, so we probably want to get the uh, the sequel. But, yeah, we'll talk about it. That sounds actually really, really, uh, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. That one just came out uh, August like a, 25th. Like a, did it? Okay, so that might be why, they, why it's um, Eight bucks. popular. And, yeah, and we can, uh, you know, it's, it's basically among us verbally. <laughs> that could be fun. That um, would be a lot of fun. I'd totally be up for that. The only reviews that are bad are saying, very fun game, but toxic community. Well, we're not doing that because it'd be just oh, us. Good. So Yeah. Um, we, but, that problem is solved right there. This guy says, best social deduction game ever if you are racist. <laughs> <laughs> so there must be a... Com- oh, no. I think that I think they clearly have a community problem, but we wouldn't have Maybe that problem because so, yes, it'd be exactly. us playing. So That's definitely a them problem and would not be an us problem. No, I don't think so anyway. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for today. Brian, let's play a song to take us out. What do you have? Yeah, absolutely. This one, uh, I'm finally getting this, and I apologize. I'm getting to it late, but we had a lot of stuff going on this this uh, this month. Um, this one was from uh, the 11th of this month, so yeah, a couple weeks, three weeks late. Um, Hi, Scott and Brian, says Anonymous. I'm keeping myself anonymous as I was the emailer for Therapy Thursday back in October 21, uh, 2021 episode. Uh, Episode number 2190, Dealing with a Lack of Will to Live. You mentioned that you would like to hear an update, but there really wasn't any change until recently. A mere week and a half ago, I met someone. She's also someone that has had to deal with loss. She's a widow. We have connected in a way that is almost troublesome with how powerful it is. Last night, she she proposed to me. She wants to start the rest of our lives together as soon as possible. We're going to the courthouse on Friday. I've never been one to rush things like this, but it feels right. I was wondering if there was a cover of Adam Sandler's Grow Old With You to play in celebration of our nuptials. If not, another appropriate selection would be a cover of Queen's Love of My Life. I know this isn't much notice, but if you have a spot on Friday or soon after that, I can surprise my Scottish tornado of affection with It Would Be Appreciated. Signed, Anonymous. This is great news to hear that you're this is all going on for you. This is great. Absolutely. All of that is, is makes us happy to hear. So yeah. uh, congratulations, Anonymous. And, and uh, yeah, Grow Old With You, we've got a cover of that. This one's by Brent Morgan. Came out as a single this year, and uh, it's a sweet song. 
uh, I won't, you know, I'll tell you that, uh, uh, well, one of our first class passengers has asked to uh, sing this song and dedicate it to a person in coach. And we're going to allow it because we basically let our first class passengers do whatever the beep they want. Uh-huh. Uh, so here you go, going out to you and congratulations and, um, and good luck, Anonymous. We, we love hearing from you, uh, this great news. Uh, here is Grow Old With You by Brent Morgan. I want to make you smile whenever you're sad Carry you around when your arthritis is bad Oh, all I want to do is grow old with you I'll get you medicine when your tummy aches Build you a fire if the furnace breaks So it could be so nice growing old with you I'll miss you, kiss you Give you my coat when you are cold Need you Feed you I'll even let you hold the remote control So let me do the dishes in our kitchen sink Put you to bed when you've had too much to drink Oh, I could be the one who grows old with you I wanna grow old with you Get more at frogpants.com. I threw a wish in the well. Yeah. <laughs>